The views and opinions expressed during the following show are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect that of KPOV or High Desert Community Radio. She's a real woman with a real life. She's someone you can relate to. Open air with Don Newton. Something beautiful in my life is going down. Hey, welcome everyone. I'm Don Newton, host of Open Air on KPOV 889 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Airing Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Open Air is a weekly one-hour entertainment talk show featuring conversations with authors, local youth, entertainers, sports figures, and more. When it comes to business in Bend, no organization has been looking out for the best interest of this community longer than the Ben Chamber of Commerce. I had the opportunity to sit down with Ben Chamber CEO and President Katie Brooks to discuss all things Ben Chamber and Ben Dorigan. Katie Brooks, you are the Ben Chamber President and CEO. First of all, thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. We're in the I'm comfort, happy to be here. comfort of our offices. Navigate <laughs> 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 the snow, so it's kind of nice to be able to do that. I just want to make sure I've got some of my information on you correctly. I've done a little bit of homework on you. You've started, was it maybe November 2016 is when you became? October. October, October. 10th, oh, oh. to be precise. <laughs> 2016, yeah. So you're almost on your, almost concluding year three here, not too long. Yeah. So that's really cool. So welcome to Ben. I know you had purchased property here in the past and probably like the rest of us, we're all imports from other areas that have vacationed or, or whatever in this area. And then we finally now get to call it home. What made you decide to come to Ben? Of course, the quality of life here is, is amazing. But it's also quite a change from where you come from, which is Portland, Vancouver. It is. It is. So I'm a third-generation Portland person, a native Oregonian. And um, my husband and I have twins. And they were in that transition between uh, junior high school and senior high school. And we're looking around at schools and really wanted a place where our kids could go out, make friends, spend the day outside, and, and have that experience of, of going to a public school close to home and um, having that, that great outdoor experience that you can only get here in Bend. And so that was a big driver for us. And for me, I've been doing um, work in the economic development realm for a long time. And one of the things that was really attractive to me and to this job in particular was it is a place where you look around and you say, what a nice little city or what a nice big town. You can pick one or the other. <laughs> and and they have a lot going for it. It's, it's, a, it's a welcoming place. There's lots to do. But what's really fascinating about Bend is the business ecosystem that here that is here is so sophisticated and so integrated and collaborative, and it's doing phenomenal things. It's been voted three years in a row, first time ever, I think, from the Milken Institute as the best small city to do business in the United States. And there's a very real reason for that. And so it may look like a big move from a, a larger city to to smallish bend, but it's really not. It's um, a group of really interesting businesses and interesting people um, all in this fabulous place. And it's that mix that I think was really intriguing for me and my family. 
Well, and I think I'll use the words that you've used, which is that we, you know, Central Oregon Bend, it, it is ripe with big thinkers. I like how you use that in a quote that I read um, between entrepreneurs, business, all kinds of things, whether it's artistic, musically, there's, we, we have a lot going on here that until you're part of us, <laughs> you get, that you don't realize that, that Bend is just ripe with that. That's right. That's right. And it's, it's, like a, a magnet once you start you get the gravity of, of a bunch of these types of folks living here it kind of attracts like people people who um, uh, want to start a new business folks who want to get the arts community up and running and and fully integrated and educators who are interested in innovations at OSU Cascade and, and how their model is so different than other universities and it can go on from there, but um, it's exciting and it attracts other people who are excited about the same stuff, I guess. And was it a challenge or was it, did you see it much of a departure? Of course, coming from Portland, Vancouver, that area, working with ODOT, working with the ports of Portland and Vancouver and doing what you've been doing in that capacity to coming to a smaller town and for a chamber. Was that, did it all kind of just fit or was there some challenges there? Most of it fit really well. Um, a big part of my job for a long time has been building relationships and reaching across public-private sector to figure out how to accomplish bigger things as a whole rather than individually. So when I walked into this job, it, there, as I said before, is already a uh, culture here of collaboration between businesses and people wanting to help each other out and work on projects together. And that's like a candy store to me. I cannot <laughs> wait to go to work every day because that's so cool. But I think also my, my background in development and transportation and public policy development um, lends itself to working with the public agencies, local and state and regional, and putting that knowledge to work. So I can understand the business sector, what their needs are. I get the public side of that and what has to happen in between those two points. And it's actually been a really significant asset, I think, to representing the business community on a lot of the policies that have been being developed around transportation and around um, investment in education and um, the business environment as a whole and all the infrastructure that needs to happen. It's, it's very wonky, and I've spent a lot of years in the weeds of that. Um, but more than that, I think it's, it's just understanding how to connect all this stuff and the sense-making of it and understanding the path between an idea and actually getting something on the ground, I think, is an asset to this job. And so tell us a little bit, too, about Ben Chamber, what its role is for the community itself. But I know it also partners up or is, is part of another voice, you know, like with EDCO and City Council and the City of Bend. Yep. So the Bend Chamber is really here to support the business community. And we look at what is going to make or break a business. It's going to be about workforce. It's going to be about, is this a great place to have a business? Is this the right location? And um, there are a lot of, of discussions that, that, that happen in that realm. Um, our leadership bend and our leadership program is all about 
developing a workforce and developing leaders for this community and for the business community from your first job experience all the way to you're a sage and you know everybody in town and you've, you've got a long list of accomplishments and really paying attention to that continuum and understanding what the workforce needs are way into the future while we're supporting it today. And we also do a lot of advocacy on local regional and state policy and trying to attract investment here and um, to make sure the policies we put in place support the business ecosystem we've worked so hard to build. So that's how we position ourselves. And we slot right alongside with EDCO, whose main job is to attract these different companies and figure out how to help them grow in, in an economic sense. So it's like two sides to the same coin in how do you perpetuate success in a community once you've attracted these folks. There's a lot of upkeep over time in keeping them here. And how many members would you say that Ben Chamber has right now? We have about 1,500 members, and 1,400 of those members are within the Bend area. And can anybody become a member, a business, I should say, become a member of Ben Chamber? Yeah, if you are interested in becoming uh, a business that belongs in Bend, as we say, somebody who's um, really interested in, in your business being successful and your neighbor's business being successful, and in turn our community being successful, that's who we want as a member. Not even been in it three years. You you really had to kind of hit the ground running because <laughs> it's a moving target, things that are already yeah. in place, and kind of keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on. Plus, somewhere in there, try to have a crystal ball. Yeah, you know, coming into a new community is always tough, and coming in in this role meant that I never went home <laughs> for like the first year <laughs> because there's a lot of people out there I needed to meet, and um there are a lot of folks that you see on a regular basis and a lot of folks that have shops outside of, of on the edges of the town or that are in different circles that don't often do policy making that you need to engage with. It's really important to spend a lot of time just meeting with folks and understanding what their needs are. And a pattern starts to emerge over time and you, you try and fill in those needs and uh, represent folks as a whole in trying to figure out how do you continue it? How do you how do you support folks with workforce? How do you figure out where the hangups are to, I don't know, getting a permit and expanding your business? There's a lot of common ground out there. Um, but boy did I I meet a lot of people, especially <laughs> in that first year. Seriously. And you know, everybody knows in this town there is something to do and almost every night, and it's usually two or three things that you're supposed to be at all day and, and into the evening, and you got to pick and choose over time, and I try and spread myself out so I can keep in touch with um, those folks that I don't see every day. It's, it's a lot. That visibility is really important, but it also, it's, it's, it's a lot on you to do that. Yes, and I've been known to drag my twins into some of these <laughs> meetings. Yeah, it's good for them. <laughs> Take your kid to work day. How that? I mean, that, there you go. that's always a good and thing. And my husband, you bet. <laughs> so is there anything that's glaring or priority or maybe a, a hole that you see in our business community that that it seems to be glaring or are we just progressing and finding things as we, as we move along organically or how is it looking? 
There are a couple of big holes, gaping holes that translate and and go across from business into just citizens. And and the biggest hole that I can see right now circulates around workforce, and that has to do with having enough housing for everybody, and I mean everybody. And so a full-spectrum economy means everyone from the entry level all the way up to the, the highest paid. And we do not have enough places for people to live in just about every category, but mostly in the affordable and workplace housing. So in addition to working on how do we attract and retain a talent um, base here, we have to look at all the things that encompass that. There are more and more opportunities for jobs here than we've ever had before. But you talk to the folks out there, and it's hard to find people to come to work here because it's tough to get a place to live. So that's why the Chamber is working hard on a lot of the legislation and some new ideas on how do you increase the inventory on housing? How do you look at wage equity and how does that work in our in our community? Um, and it bleeds into transportation and making sure that folks have multiple ways of getting to and from work as we grow and become more congested. But it all revolves around can you live here, can you work here, because the jobs are here. And um, that is a place that needs a lot of attention right now. Well, Katie, I appreciate your time and this information. It's been great getting to know you. I mean, the energy that's going on and, and how this is the movement at Ben Chamber, it never ceases to amaze me. Well, thank you. Absolutely. It is a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's, you know, it's, it's, that's what it's all about. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you, Ben Chamber? Well, the, the website's the best place to go, and that's www.benchamber.org. And um, that gives you up-to-date information on what events are coming up on the horizon. Again, Katie, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks very much, John. Really, really enjoyed it. Open Air is written, produced, and hosted by Don Newton. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org.